Okay, let's go. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Choose a new podcast. What's going on? I am and I'm here today alone. For some reason, I don't know that people didn't want to come on and play with me today. So I'll be doing this podcast by myself today. I really don't care, man. Because I'm all about having fun with you guys. First of all, I give thanks to all our sponsors. Uh, Bucha Bucha Bar, man. Thank you very much for supporting us. Gallery Cactus, Loudy Pool, Speedy Wheaties. Also, my God, I don't want to anybody. Uh, the Rabbit Hole, and also Ethan Molina, attorney in law in Edinburgh, Texas, guys. You're looking for a good attorney. Go with Ethan Molina, guys. They'll help you out 100%. So, guys, a lot has happened this last week. If you guys were tuned in last week, uh, last week, last episode, we were uh, discussing some pretty interesting stuff about the Colorado game, the Cowboys, uh, a little bit of wrestling. So, I mean, sooner or later, with this music is up. It's a long intro, bro. It's a long intro. <laughs> but um, if you have any questions, I'm actually also live on TikTok for the first time, which is pretty cool, man. So I'll be getting questions from TikTok and also here on Facebook Live, man. If you guys have any questions, just be ready to hit us out, and I will do what I can to answer it for you. So let's start off the show, guys, with a little bit of thought on this past game with Colorado... And Oregon, holy shit, bro. I was at awe on how Oregon really took it to Colorado. Uh, I I think Colorado wasn't expecting it. First of all, they weren't equipped uh, at 100% yet with some of their players. I know there was a, uh, one in particular player that was hurt. Not to say that that one in particular is the team, but, I mean, when one falls, you know, sometimes – the whole team falls apart and try to recruit, uh, try to uh, rebuild itself as best as possible. But that game was just crazy, bro. Uh, I think the final score was 40, 30 or 40 something to six, or I, I'm not sure. I, I, I even lost train of thought when uh, I was watching the game. It was a horrible game. It, uh, <laughs> I flipped it on. My brother and I were talking about this uh, last episode, you know, and, uh, and, and Sean, big shout out to Sean Logan also. Uh, he was discussing saying that if, if Colorado can overcome Oregon, that's it. It's it, it's lights out, man. They're gonna they're gonna head out there and and uh, uh, take everything that that you know kill everything in its path. Unfortunately, Oregon had other plans and really took it to him, man. It, it's it's kind of odd, you know. It's kind of it, to see Pro, uh, Coach Prime uh, Dion himself turned this whole football team into a different wave man i mean they came out swinging the big the big bat the first the first game the second game you know thinking to the fact that they were going to get their asses whooped left and right unfortunately they didn't and they continued you know doing what they're doing uh but unfortunately last weekend they were pretty much spanked on the way out it was kind of hard to, it was a very hard pill to swallow. 
And now I believe they have another uh, another uh, team coming up. I'm not sure what team that is. If anyone has an idea, shoot me a text. Uh, I know they have another team coming up, and I think it's a number eight or number nine team in the NCAA football, which is going to be another very interesting game to watch, see if they can retaliate back uh, to get back in the swing of things. But it was it was something else, man. It was something else to see how, I don't know, man. It, it just wasn't, they weren't clicking in all cylinders. I don't know whether they were out of their element or they felt that one player that was uh, still hurt wasn't going to make a difference. I really don't know. I really don't know what the outcome was. And uh, it's it's pretty sad, man, because, uh, I mean, it's a great team. These kids play their hearts out every game. I mean, there's a lot of teams that look at Colorado as, like what the coach was saying, I mean, they're they're playing for Hollywood. Uh, they're playing on Hollywood. We're playing for uh, we're playing on grass on our field on grass. Uh, pretty much saying that, you know, I mean, we're the football team. We're not out there uh, uh, pushing. I mean, showing off to the world who we are and who our coaches or anything like that. But um, Oregon just came out. I mean, from the start, man, just smacking this team upside the head, left and right. It was pretty. Pretty sad, man, to see that happen. But uh, that just goes to show you, man, when you have a team that's collected like Oregon is to come out and and uh, pretty much assassinate. I hate to use that word, but it's true. To assassinate <laughs> this team, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, let me know and give me your thoughts uh, on what you think. Uh, but uh, anyways, that was that was on the plate last week. Another one. <laughs> Another one was, oh, man, I mean, if I know a lot of a lot of people here watch, uh, uh, I believe it's called is it first is the first take. Uh, I'm, I'm, I hope. Uh, yeah. First take with Stephen A. Stephen A has been waiting to sour on the Cowboys, man. And it, it's <laughs> it was fun. It's fun to watch, but yet it's kind of sad. Um. He said it before. I mean, and, and I'll just repeat what he says. This is this has been on his dialogue. You go. He doesn't hate the Cowboys. He just cannot stand the fans. Um, I've gone. I, I mean, I haven't gone to an NFL game in a long time. I've been to an NFL in a long time, but I have seen videos on uh, on Facebook, on TikTok, on uh, on so. What's up, Guzman? What's going on? Big shout out to you. Uh, Doug Guzman, man, what's going on, buddy? Um, there's been a lot of people that have been, you know, I've seen their own fans beat the crap out of each other, man. It's it's freaking crazy. It's freaking crazy. Yeah, and oh, look, I, I'm, I'm going to come back to that cowboy thing, but I got Jerry uh, from uh, Revenant Watch telling Oregon has the better team overall. Colorado wasn't going to complete them, uh, compete with them. Would have been an awesome upset, though. Yeah, it could have been a great upset, man. It would have been a real great upset, but it, 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 I guess they weren't coming today. They weren't coming. <laughs> we coming? Nah, they weren't coming this game around, man, because they did not show up whatsoever, bro. And it, it was sad to see. It was so sad to see. Yeah, and I got Guzman saying, uh, saying, uh, hey, I'm uh, you going solo? Go Cowboys! Yeah, well. <laughs> Go Cowboys, bro. 
what happened last week? What happened? I mean, yeah, I know uh, Diggs is out of the picture. What, what's good? I think I hope that's that Sean or that's. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping it's Sean. Uh, I believe that. I hope that's Sean right there that's uh, hitting us up right now on the podcast. Uh, I don't know what happened to the Cowboys, bro. I don't know what happened. Stephen A has been waiting for that in particular moment to laugh at you guys. You know, personally, I'm not. I'm not a hardcore, hardcore, uh, hardcore Cowboy fan. I'm not. I do follow both Texas teams. I do follow both Texas teams. I'll, I'll give you that. Not a hardcore Cowboy fan, but through the years, man, that I've seen them play, uh, going to the to the to the great uh, back back in the '90s with Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and uh, Michael Irving, the triplets. Those guys, I, I'm. They were a great team. They were a great team at that time. They, they Jimmy, John, uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Johnson was a hell of a coach, man. He knew how to how to coach. His philosophy was crazy, man. His philosophy, philosophy was crazy because he knew how to direct the team and go in the direction he wanted to go. You know, he knew how to coach Troy Aikman. You know, and he knew how to talk to to uh, to Michael Irving and, and uh, even even D, I believe Dion was on the team also at the time. If I'm not mistaken, if I, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but. It's uh, it's something that, I mean, not th- uh, through the years of everybody would say it's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is get too much getting involved with the with the with the uh, football picks. Jerry Jones is is out there making the the call plays. No, it's not. It's not him anymore. You can't. This is McCartney. McCarthy's doing the whole thing now, bro. You know, <clears throat> but as you look at it now, I mean, Diggs out the defense. Defense was defense, man. They were putting, they were holding their own. They were trying to do a thing. It was the offense that was not clicking. It is the offense that were not clicking that day? It's 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 crazy. I don't know what happened that day. And he he's going. It's it's always it's uh Guzman saying. I've always said Dak isn't the franchise quarterback. Well, no, he's not. Um, I've always said about new quarterbacks when they come into the NFL, man. You know, so many defense do. So many defenses they they uh, go playback on their on the opponent's quarterback. They come they check every ideal aspect of the of the gameplay. You know, you know they know where Dak's going to move. They know how he's going to throw the way he's going to react. You rushing down the middle, rushing to the sides. You know, if you pressure him, what he's going to end up doing. Defense defenses read that. Now, when you bring in a fresh rook that's never played in the NFL, okay, gets the reps that he needs. During the offseason, he jumps in. He jumps in automatically. The defenses don't know what the hell's going on. That's why some sometimes, sometimes, some not all the times, sometimes you see these these rookies blossom so fast. You know, good example, R, uh, RG uh was it RG6? I forgot RG6, not so cable wire. <laughs> RG3, RG3, uh, when he came into the NFL with uh with Washington, he was a threat to deal with. The guy could move, throw, and unfortunately, he hurt his knee at towards the end of the season, and that was it. That was all that was said, you know. But that's what I mean. When you put in fresh quarterbacks that come up from straight out of college into the NFL, yeah, there's some they're they're gonna go out there and prove a point. They're gonna either gonna they're gonna either show up or ship out, one or the other. You know, it, that's just the way it goes. And I got Jerry coming up here saying, as far as the cowgirls. It's true about people hating the cow, uh, cowgirls because uh, 
because of the fan base, well, what they are, what they always say, this is our year. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you can say that, Jerry. There's a lot of there's a lot of Cowboy fans that do say that. I mean, but that's by any team that goes out on the limb and uh, roots for their team. So you can't really say much about that. Uh, let me see what I got here. I got another one right here. It says I've been waiting as well. But that uh, interception was ridiculous for a uh, Skins fan. Oh, oh, that's Sean Logan. Big shout out to Sean. I know that's Sean right there. Sean's watching that. And I uh, got the comic book uh, menu finally back. Okay, he went back. Uh, let's see. I got another one. Here's his press card. We'll never get them to the Super Bowl. Well, you might have a point there. You might have a point, though. Prescott probably won't get them to the Super Bowl, but the word is they are going to put in the Rook this weekend. They might, and I got another cowboy here on TikTok. What's going on, buddy? Uh, they might put him in this weekend to give him a shot. Who knows? Who knows? Like I said before, when you put in these rookie quarterbacks, you know some of the defenses don't know what they're going to do. They've they've seen so much film, uh, so much film on on uh, Dak or or the original quarterback for the team. You know they know what to expect. They know how to put pressure on the quarterback. So you know. There's no, there's no way, no what win or what uh, a way around it. So they put in the new guy. We might get something. They might get something going there. You know, it'd be something different. You know, um, here's going up here. Uh, he he chokes. Uh, Prescott will never get in the Super Bowl. He chokes on big games. Uh, that we're talking about uh, from turf to grass. Uh, you know what, man? I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I'm gonna tell you the truth for, uh, on this on turf to grass. Uh, you know, on artificial turf. On grass, it does not matter, bro. I mean, is your team good enough to get out there and do its job? That's what the key is. I hate the terms that say, "Oh, well, well, they're not used to playing on artificial turf." Oh, well, they're not used to playing on 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 natural grass. It's an NFL team. You practice outside. You're practicing on grass. You practice inside. You're practicing on artificial turf. It's no excuse. You cannot stop making excuses. It's it's. I know. I I know that running on grass is different to artificial turf. I've I've felt the terrain on both fields. I've seen the terrain on both fields, and yes, it's a way different. I'll give you that. It's very different, but it's not an excuse, guys. It's not an excuse. You know, you you practice for these things. This is what coaches put you through. This is the whole the the off season training for. You know, it's what to expect. You cannot give excuses like that you know my i mean and and going for and people are already saying go patriots uh have you heard the news on this man the, the go go pages it'll be uh game day and sunday um have you seen or have you heard that the whole situation with Ezekiel Elliott being the running back for the patriots now uh they're changing up all the gameplay or the game game signs uh for the for defense and offense because he may recognize either or. I think that's, I don't know, man. I, I think that's, I hope it's not another excuse. Um, there have been different players, running backs, even defensive players that have gone to other teams and, you know, for so many years. I mean, you cannot, you cannot tell me, example, J.J. Watt. Houston Texan uh, defensive end, one of the best uh, defensive ends that I've ever seen uh, to play the field. I mean, next to Reggie, Reggie White and so forth and all the, all the greats. You cannot tell me that this guy went to Arizona with the Cardinals, 
And when they played the Texans, he was already dishing out, oh, this is what they're going to do. Oh, this is this is the play this. Oh, this is what they're they're expecting to go this way. No. No, it does not work like that. It does not. That's just that's just another excuse, man. Natural grass is the better way to uh is a better uh is the better way. Well, yes and no. Um uh artificial turf. Let me tell you this much. Artificial artificial turf makes the game faster. It's way faster, way faster. It's a faster game. Uh, flat surface, you know, as far as speed, straight speed, it's going to be a fast game. On natural grass, there's going to be a lot of cutting, a lot of juking, uh, more uh, sustain on your cleats to dig into the ground to for the defense to push up or for the offense to push back. Uh, it, it can go either way. It can go either way as far as natural gas or better way uh why didn't okay here you go it says uh why didn't this uh why didn't they do that with emmett smith when he came when he became a cardinal um that's a good question i don't know i don't know the whole i mean i'm gonna be honest with you guys playing on artificial turf you there's a lot of uh it's a fast game like i said but it causes a lot of injuries uh, good example, Michael Irving. Uh, I can't remember what game it was where he was playing. He was out uh, going out on the route. He caught the ball, and unfortunately, he dove into the turf at an odd angle, and wham! He messed up his shoulder. His shoulder was gone. That was it. That that was his season. That was his career. Once that shoulder went to shits, that's it. He was there was no coming back. So. You got, I got it over here. I got a, <laughs> I got a music and beyond saying, uh, "Time to flood this chat. Let's go, Patriots." <laughs> um, they got, I got Patriots on TikTok right now. Um, yeah, man, artificial turf. I mean, you is, is a lot. The injury is a lot more severe um, compared to. Uh, Compared to uh, natural turf, uh, natural grass, it's it's way different, you know. But uh, and he goes. Okay, here we go. And I got one from the wife, the wife, because they all know how the Patriots like to cheat deflated balls. That's for the wife. They're still, still talking about the deflated balls, Patriots. <laughs> Tom Brady, the GOAT. You know what, man? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I want to be real honest with you. I, I was never a Tom Brady fan. Never. Never in my wildest dreams would I ever think that Tom Brady was the GOAT. When the guy left... The guy left uh, New England, went to Tampa Bay. Shit. And then took him to the Super Bowl, bro, and won it. That was, that's fucking nuts. That's fucking nuts. I mean, I have yet to know any other quarterback. Ex- well, no, there is another quarterback that did the same thing. And that, my friend, was Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was another one that went out from from uh, Indianapolis Won a Super Bowl there, then went to Denver and won it there, by the way, with the Houston Texan coaches. <laughs> Top of that. Just to give you just to give you the irony on it, man. Yeah, Tom does put in the work. I'm not gonna lie to you. Tom does put in the work, man. He does. I mean, he's that I mean, I've seen the the I, I call him a kid. I'm I'm older than the guy, but this guy 
it'll put you if you're in a deep situation in, in a situation where you need to get out of get out of that situation, you're in a situation you need to get out of, this is the guy you want. It was it's so funny because there was a lot of teams that had the Patriots on the ropes, you know, with only a couple of seconds. Brady only needed like 10 seconds, 20 seconds tops. 20 seconds tops to just knock you out. Just to get his kicker where he needs to be, or just go for the end zone. The guy was amazing. You know? He goes, Tom Brady is the <laughs> is the, is the uh, Eminem of football. Well, I'm not sure about that guy. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's nuts, man, because this guy, he could put put that football in any position in your hands you needed at where you were out there running. If you were running full speed and you had screwed up the route, he knew where you were gonna he knew what you were gonna run, and that's where the ball was gonna be. If you're gonna run out there without looking, as soon as you turn your head for that, that ball was already there. That's how good this but now there's something behind that also. You know, he was kind of like the, and I hate to I hate to put it in this form, but he was kind of the Michael Jordan of the uh, of the quarterbacks in the NFL. You could not touch this guy. If um if if somebody looked at him bad, it was a yellow. It was a flag on the field. Uh, he could not be touched at all. I mean, I understand he's he's great, but man, you got you got to rough him up a little bit. You got to rough him up a little bit, man, to see what what kind of person this guy is. And the guy, like the guy's been hit so many times, you know. That's it. Best quarterback of the NFL uh, so far. Well. I mean, yeah, you're gonna put Brady on the top, right there on, on, on one of the one of the top five, the top five. You still got to mention uh, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, <laughs> Joe Montana, which is one of the one of the one of the top quarterbacks. Also, uh, I I wouldn't really put Steve Young in the top five. Uh, never really, eh. I never really grasped the guy too much, man. Playing for the for the Niners, you know, but. Um, Tom Brady would be number five. I'm sorry, man. There's there's a lot more greats. Even though he did break break tons of records, he did with it. But there's some other quarterbacks. This is back in the day where football was was hardcore football. Fingers to the eyes, body slamming the players. Everything went. Who quarterback was quarterback was was a target pretty much. But um, I believe. Uh, you know what? I'll give you this. I'll, I'll put Brady in top three. I'll put Brady in top three. Uh, Joe Montana would probably be at number four. Number four. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, another great quarterback uh, that never got a ring. It was one hell of a quarterback, man. And the numbers were phenomenal was was uh, Dan Marino. Dan Marino had... he uh, Man, I wish he could have been there for the, the perfect season. That would have been a great accomplishment in his uh in his career that would have been awesome but he was probably way too young but Dan Marino was one hell of if you look at his numbers man numbers mean a lot you know mon- numbers do mean a lot and I say that and a lot of cowboy fans are gonna tell me well not really I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you it is it does mean a lot only reason I tell you that is because if you compare Troy Aikman which is a uh he was a three-time Super Bowl champion three-time Super Bowl champion okay you look at his numbers, and, and and people are gonna say, "Oh shit!" And compare him to Romo's numbers. 
Romo was a, a pretty damn good quarterback. I mean, I know he threw quite a bit of interceptions, but when he connected, he connected. And, and it's the truth. It is the truth. I mean, he was his numbers were pretty good. Another court, unsung quarterback that was actually very good back in the 80s was uh was the court the quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Uh I keep forgetting his name. Make I think it's McMahon. I believe that I hope I'm saying it right. He was another great, great quarterback. You know, these are quarterback unsung court unsung heroes or not unsung heroes, unsung quarterback, top caliber quarterbacks in the day that wouldn't that never got a ring were they were out there, man. They were great quarterbacks. I mean, I can't really give you a I can't really give you a top five or a top ten of quarterbacks that I believe that that is my top ten of quarterbacks, but you know, it is what it is. And you go, and here's another one from the wife. Here you go, guys. The wife, I'm sorry, the wife doesn't like the Patriots. Uh, she says also Spygate, where Pats were uh, videotaping opposite uh, opposing coaches' signals. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier about uh, the whole game coming up this week with Ezekiel Elliott. You know, uh, will the will he recognize some of the plays? Will he tell his coaches? This is the formation where they're doing this, is where they're going to go. Are they going to change up the formation? Are they going to change up the hand signals when telling the defense what to what to run or what to expect? You know, I'll tell you this much. Zeke's going to have a great day. Zeke's going to have a hell of a day that day. The only reason why is because he knows that defense already. He knows how they're going to block. He knows how they're going to move. He knows where to go. That I can give you that. I can tell you that right now. That's going to be the problem. No matter what you say, it's going to be the problem of the game. Um, <clears throat> as far as uh, the other other teams, man, I, I don't know what's going on in <laughs> in my neck of the woods where uh, I'm a big Viking fan. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on in that neck of the woods. Uh, Cousins is screwing it up. Uh, Lions for some reason are blossoming this year, but I'm going to play the Stephen A on that one and say, it's coming. It's coming. Just wait, be patient, be patient. It's coming. It's And I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it, man. Cause I got, I got a good, got two good friends of mine that are big Detroit fans, which I'm going to go and say it's uh, Mr. Steven Saldana and, uh, and Joe Luna. They, they are big, uh, Lions fans, um, I can't stand the Lions, bro. Uh, I'm the only thing that came good out of Lions was Barry Sanders. That's it. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing more. I'm sorry to say it, and that's 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 the truth. Uh, yeah, Lions. Yeah, they're balling right now. It's true. That's true, uh, Sean. They are. They are balling, man. They. They're. I'm. I'm freaking out, man. I'm used to the Lions being at the bottom of the barrel, bro. At the bottom of the barrel all the time. And for some reason, you know, and it's another surprise. It's another freaking crazy surprise that that the Packers continue to win, man. Continue to win. I don't understand that with his new quarterback, Love. Love is one hell of a quarterback. I mean, I thought once Aaron Rodgers left to the Jets, by the way, sorry, uh, Rodgers, you know, 
It happened. It happened. Out for the season. I think it's time to hang the hang the cleats, man. It's it's over. Game over. But uh, these guys are just balling, also, just like the Lions. And and and, and I'm like, what happened? And I tell my buddy, my buddy's a big Bear fan. I'm a Viking fan. I'm like, what's going on here, man? This never happens. Why the hell are we the back in the barrel now? But you know, it, it it's crazy. This this season's gonna be way up there and here's another one right here he goes you know what play i hate the most when leon let on thanksgiving 93 touched the block field goal against the dolphins making it a live play oh man true story i hope the law is not watching true story <laughs> true story um my dad had numbers for that game man and uh the way it had ended was perfect he was gonna win the pot that day, you know. The, and he it was a good size, a good size of money in the pot. And uh, unfortunately, Leon let not uh, Leon let for this one in particular, in particularly this one screwed up the numbers for my dad. Screwed it up. Does lightning strike twice, my friend? Yes, it does. It strikes freaking twice. The second time is when they were in the Super Bowl against the Bills. Leon Lett running into the end zone with the ball up in the air and slowly brings it down like if he's serving a scoop and BB just comes and knocks it out of his hands. My dad was... Oh, swear to God, he could have gone postal that day. <laughs> he could have gone postal. It was, it was ridiculous, man. It was ridiculous, man, but... Yes, that is a playing history I will that will live in infamy for the Cowboy fans for the rest of their lives. That's one horrible. And also the other one, the very big one also, you kind of can remember where uh, all they do was just get in the end zone, win the game when Romo uh, was uh, setting the ball for the kicker. Uh, fumble Ruski tries to pick it up, run into the end zone, gets tackled one yard before the end zone to win the game. It happens, man. It happens. It, it, it's just the stroke of the luck. And that it always happens to the Cowboys. It always happens. And that's what's so messed up. I, it, it, it's crazy, man. And I know the Lions are just, I think, I believe they're playing tonight. I think they're playing tonight. I'm not sure who they're playing against, Sean. If you can shoot me the score real quick. <clears throat> but uh, it's like a curse, man. Ever since... And I'll say it, and I'll say it to the day I die. Ever since Jimmy Johnson left the Cowboys, Switzer was lucky, man. The team was already made and ready to go. Ready to go, guys. No questions asked. Ready to go. That's why they won the third Super Bowl. Easy peasy. I'm going to tell you right now. Easy peasy. Okay? But ever since... Jimmy Johnson left. They have not able to get the golden ticket. And it's the truth. And any Cowboy fan can tell you right now, since Jimmy left, they could never get that golden ticket to get in. And that's sad. And that's sad. And you know what? And you can blame that all on your owner, man. All he had to do is keep his ass in that press box Pay his players and let his coach do his job. 
<clears throat> I guarantee you, if they would have kept them, they would have won at least, at least four or five. They would have been the dynasty of that year. Literally. They would have been the Patriots of the 2000s. The Cowboys would have had the 90s. It's the truth. And you know, if you're a Cowboy fan, you're watching and you're listening to this on this podcast, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, even if, even, even if you're a, 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 a Washington fan, even if you're a, a, an Eagles fan, even if, you, if you, even if you're a, a, a Giants fan, you know I'm telling you the truth. I am speaking the truth. Since Jimmy left, they have not able to get that golden ticket. You know? And it's the truth. It's the truth. And I got here, blame it on the rain. <laughs> you got blame. Yeah, I, should, I wish I had that song I play. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, I should put that on there right now. But uh, and I'll probably lip sync it. But uh, it's it's the truth, man. It, it is the truth. And, you know, and and, the, and I've been told stories. I'm not sure. Does anybody know the story of Tom Landry when he was uh when he was let go by Dallas? The true solid story. The true story, and I know the true story. story and the only reason why, back in the day, uh, I used to work. And I know, I know, I know. Don't call me a hypocrite. I used to work at a cowboy pro shop way back in the day, and I asked because at that time we were selling uh, these tickets, golden tickets that were uh, that were dedicated to Tom Landry. I think when he had just passed away, and. Uh, I had brought it up to the district manager at the time. I believe at the time she was the district manager. And I asked her, I go, why would they let such a legendary coach leave? Why wouldn't just let him retire or, or put Jimmy Johnson as an assistant coach, you know, or, or left Tom on there, man. Tom was a symbol. Must seem you've seen those silhouettes that they show for the Cowboys. They have that, that little Tom Landry. Everybody knows that's Tom Landry, you know, and it's the truth. Well, the true story is, you know, it's 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 hard to tell because it's sad, man. It's it's sad that they did this to him, man. It's sad that they uh, put him in that predicament, you know, as far as uh, doing that to him. I wish they could have done it differently, but unfortunately they didn't. So, you know. I don't know how to exactly explain it to you, but you know what? I'm going to take a commercial break right now. When we come back, I'll tell you the actual story that was told to me about Tom Landry, how he was let go. So don't go away, guys. You'll be right back. Let's see here. This it right here? Let's see. This it? No, that's not it. Let me see. Hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second. Is that it? Oh my god, I can't find that commercial break. Shit. Give me one sec. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Where are you? No. No. Is that it? Nope. Let me see here. That's it. Here we go, guys.
minor setbacks on a law issue, maybe a car accident recently, or something a little bit more serious, or it could be something going to bankruptcy, give Efren Molina, attorney at law, a call. They will go through every step of the process to figure out exactly what can be done and done by the book. And he'll be with you every step of the way until the judge makes his final verdict. Give the law offices of Efren Molina a call at 956-391-2754, located at 113 West Alabama Street, Edinburgh, Texas. And you're only a phone call away. There you go. Let me go back over here. Fix it up here for a minute, and there we go. I think that's the one, right? Yeah, that's the one right there. Well, we'll leave it at that. Big shout-out to our sponsors, man. Thank you for sponsoring the Two New Podcast. We really appreciate everything you do for us. Um, wow. So, anyways, let me see. Remove this bad boy from the studio. Yes. Okay. Here we go. All right. Let me see. So, guys, um, the story that I want to bring back here is the story of Tom Landry. Now, Tom Landry, if you're, if you follow football itself, is one of the greatest coaches in NFL history and right up there with Vince Lombardi and all those great other coaches, you know, they all, all of them started off in, it's a funny thing. They all started off in New York as, as uh, NFL players. Uh, even, even, uh, even the great Mike Ditka, also, and then Dicka came down and played and actually was also a, cow, a Dallas Cowboy in his career. So now people know that. But um, <clears throat> Tom Landry, for so many years, coached the Dallas Cowboys. And um, came to the fact when Jerry's decided, you know what, we got to get we got to get uh, Tom out of here. We got to bring something new. We got to start something new. And uh, we're going to get this coach. Uh, we're bringing in this new coach, Jimmy Johnson, and he's going to take over the Dallas Cowboys. Now, how are we going to get Tom 
to move aside and let him do his thing. Well, this is what actually happened. So I was told by uh, a regional manager, it was a, it was in the district, a regional manager of the Dallas Cowboy Pro Shop when I was working there many moons ago. She told me, he go, she, she just automatically told me it's a sad thing how they let Mr. Landry go. I go, what do you mean? Did they, I thought he I thought he retired. He goes, nope, the man did not retire. He only had two options. It was either one, get fired, you know, get fired, or two, Forceman retired, and if he retired as a cowboy, they would put him up in the ring of honor. So, at the time when that was happening, Jimmy pleaded with with Jerry uh, to not fire or force retire Coach Landry. He wanted Coach Landry as an advisor. You know, that way he can even learn even more with Coach Landry. So, Mr. Landry ended up retiring him. He had forceful retire. They made him sign papers and pretty much sent him on his way. And yeah, he did get his name in the ring of honor. So if anybody tells you, oh, Tom just retired. He got tired of uh, coaching, you know, Dallas, you know, he can put it. No, 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 no. That's not the case. The case is that he was forced to retire in order for Jimmy to come in. And Jimmy did not agree to it at all. And it was, it, come on, dude, is a le- legendary coach. You know, I mean, you cannot do that to a man that's been with, with that team for so many years from going from, from the, 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 the Houston, Houston, uh, it was the Houston, was it the Texans or Dallas? It was, sorry, it was the Dallas Texans. I, I can't remember how, how, how it is. I know the history that well, but, it was based in Houston first, and then they moved to Dallas and became the Dallas Cowboys. You know, that's when Tom Landry became the head coach for those guys. But it's sad to make a legendary coach like that retire after he puts in. So can you imagine yourself building a team? And you you built that team. You already had won two Super Bowls already, okay? And then you were in a rough spot. The previous owner ends up selling, and Jerry takes over. New owner comes in, and you're doing your thing, but the new owner's like, eh, "I want to get rid of this old guy. I want to put some new blood in there." This guy's legendary, man. This guy has built the program from the bottom up already. It it made it to where it's at, and then all of a sudden, cutthroat saying, "You know what? You're done. You need to, you need to retire, or you're fired." Uh. You know, it it's sad. It's sad. It's sad the way they let they let uh Mr. Landry go. But I mean, I guess life goes on, la di da, right? But not many. I'm pretty sure not many cowboy fans know that that story. But that's just me passing a story along what I was told uh, while working there. So now you know. Another another news. Come on for the cup. I've been talking about 
Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. I know we didn't get off the cowboy subject. <laughs> Another news. Have you seen the new upcoming movie for the Von Erics? Is it just me or the two actors they got? Well, they actually got three. They got three. One that's an actual wrestler. One is actually going to play Lance Von Eric, which was not, he was not an official Von Eric, uh, tell you the truth. And I have been reading, hold on, give me one second. I have been reading this book for a couple of days, which is, a, by the way, a great book written by Mr. Vinnie Berry. If you guys see this book, you can order it on uh, WrestleBill.com. I got my copy and I actually got, oh, let me see this. I actually got Lance, Lance Von Eric's, uh, Autograph and Mr. Uh, Vinnie Berry autograph also to sign the book. But uh, if you get a chance, Lance Von Eric was not a true Von Eric. He was, uh, this I love this book called Lance by Chance. Uh, it's gonna be played by an actual wrestler. Now, if you go and see who Carrie Von Eric is, I'm not sure if you all seen, uh, What's the name of that? Uh, you ever seen? Uh, what's the name of that freaking show? Oh, crud. I keep forgetting the name of that show. Well, anyways, the guy who's playing him, he is the thinnest guy I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how the hell he's going to play Terry Von Eric. <laughs> Either he's going to eat a lot of burritos and gain some weight and put some muscle on because that guy is super thin. I mean, uh, I don't I don't know how, how that's going to happen. But the person who's telling the story is Kevin Von Eric. If I'm not mistaken, it's Kevin Von Eric. You know, and the person playing Kevin is Zach Ethron. What? Look that up right now. Look up. Uh, I forgot the name. How the movie is uh, played out. Uh, let me check. Hold on. If you look it up under that um, new Von Eric movie, let's see. Von Eric. The Von Eric. The Iron Claw. It's called the Iron Claw. Uh here are your actors. You got Jeremy Allen. Oh shoot, my bad. You got, you got Jeremy Allen White playing Carrie Von Eric. You got Zach Efron playing Kevin Von Eric. Then you got Maxwell uh Jacob playing Lance Von Eric. And then you got, <laughs> it's just the, they got some weird actors coming on this movie. It's called The Iron Claw. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out, uh, I think, by the end of the year. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't give you an exact date when they will be released, but they're saying it's scheduled to release December 22nd. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I just, I can't see Zach Efron being. Kevin Von Eric. That means he's going to be running the ring barefooted like Kevin used to do back in the 80s. You know? Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see what the big deal. He's a great wrong man. He he knocked it out of the park. He knocked it really out of the park when he did Ted Bundy. Holy shit. That guy, That that he's a great actor. The scum of the earth. To play the scum of the earth, like the way he did 
Holy shit. Great actor. But uh yeah, man. It, I mean, if you keep a lookout for that one, it's called The Iron Claw. That should be coming out uh December 22nd, 2023. Um uh, another great movie that I can't wait to see uh is the new Exorcist movie. Have you seen the preview to this bad boy? Have you seen the previews to the Exorcist, man? It's crazy, bro. It is freaking nuts crazy. Uh, I don't think I have a a link for that. Let me see if I can find it. But I was uh, checking out the previews to it. And it is it is crazy, man. It's uh, the, the, the actual the actual uh, poster or whatever, the trailer, they have two little girls in the front, bro, demonic girls. It's, uh, let me see. Give me one second. Yeah, I mean, if you, Exorcist, the new Exorcist movie. Um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. That, that movie's going to be crazy. I've seen the, the previews for it. And uh, it's nuts. Scared the crap out. I'm not sure it's gonna be anything similar to the old one. Uh, if you if you seen the original, that one scared the bejesus of me when I was a kid, man. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, and yet alone, I mean, I, the one of the gentlemen that I interviewed at the at the Edinburgh uh, Film Festival, the International South Texas International Film Festival, he said that's the actual. Uh, that's the actual. Uh, movie that made him made him want to become a, a special effects artist and uh i was telling him i go dude i mean that movie scared the living crap out of me growing up i mean how can you <laughs> i think it's called extra believer that's the name of the new film it comes out 2023 um or it comes out actually it comes out october 1st october 5th if you get a chance to go see this movie. I don't think I could put this movie on here so you can actually see this, bro. It is demonic as hell. Um, I don't think I can link this up up here. I wish I had. I, I don't want to. I don't want to leave you guys hanging here so you guys you don't see. Uh, I don't want to give you dead air, but I know there's a way to put it on here to show you actual. Let me see video file. Slides, extra camera. No, let me see here. Um, there's an actual way. I wish I had a way to do it for you guys. So you could see this. Share screen, video, slide. No, no, no. No, I should have I should have taught had that up and running for you guys so you could check it out. If you see the actual uh trailer for it, dude, it comes real close to scaring the bejesus out of you, bro. Uh anything compared to the first one, uh Exodus One was crazy too. I couldn't really get Exorcist 3 with a Gemini. That one scared the living crap out of me also. That one with Father Karras. Uh, dude, anything demonic like that just scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Made me sleep with my parents for like the next six weeks, actually. Uh, I couldn't see another scary movie for a while. But yeah, man, that's going to be one hell of a movie. And, not, and it, right coming up to Halloween, man. 2023 Halloween. It's going to be a great one, man. Uh, 
I know Halloween falls on a Tuesday, I believe, this year, Tuesday or or Wednesday. Um, the weekend before is going to be awesome. I'm pretty sure people are going to be partying left and right. So many Halloween parties to go to. But I know the uh, Slaughterhouse Roundtable Studios want to do some sort of uh, movie night. Uh, I'm not sure when yet. We haven't really planned it yet. We want to do a movie night. Uh, and uh, only special guests will be able to get in. Uh, <laughs> exclusive. Uh, but uh, we want to we want to hold like a little mini Halloween party there so we can, you know, enjoy ourselves and, you know, have some great music there and just hang out just with good old friends. But uh, hopefully that comes up soon, guys. My God, 53 minutes into the podcast. All of it's been about football and a little bit of wrestling, now some movies. But uh, I wish I could link this up to you guys so you can actually see this, dude. But the trailer's crazy, man. And I know there's a, there's a way to do it here on my computer, and I just don't know how to do it yet. I haven't learned how to do any of that yet. I wish I did learn how to do that so I can really take advantage of it. But uh, extra camera, I'll share screen. I don't think, oh, here it is. I found it. Yeah, I'll do it some other time. But uh, guys, I want to say thank you for watching the podcast or listening like you guys are right now. Um, I had fun talking to you guys. I haven't done this in a while. I have a solo podcast and just chit-chat with you guys. It's 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 weird. It's well, not weird. It's kind of it's kind of fun because you know people that are that are watching or listening or well, watching more um, more effective because I have the Facebook uh, live every Thursday nights at seven thirty, uh, and now doing a uh, TikTok. Hopefully that's going to be a new thing also, so people can watch the interviews also. Um, it's fun to conversate with you guys. It's fun to get to know you guys. Questions you want to ask? I mean. Here, feel feel free, man. Feel free to drop a comment about our next episode, what you want us to talk about. Um, we'll throw on even whether we have a special guest on there. That'd be something cool to talk about, you know. Speaking of special guests, also next week we got. Let me see, if I'm pronouncing her name right, Daniela Banda. Uh, she is from KBEO Morning Show. Uh, she's gonna be with us next Thursday, so that should be a treat for you guys. And then the following week after that, I believe we'll be interviewing a director from a movie called The Last Deal. Oh, by the way, the, the strike's over. So we got an exclusive interview with this gentleman, uh, the director himself, Jonathan Salmi, I believe. I believe that. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Jonathan Salmi, I, I think I'm saying it correctly. Uh, great movie. Uh, I have, I have, I've seen the, the previews to it. Uh, I did get a uh, private screening for it to check it out to really get into a detail to see exactly what the movie's about. But that should be a fun one. Oh, and other news, local news, guys. Uh, today, as we speak, September 28th, the craft has passed every single inspection. They will be open. This Friday, this Friday, I believe, I believe Miguel told me the actual time. Let me see if we get your exact time. They will be open at 5 p.m. Friday. Brewery, man. A brewery in downtown Westco. Guys, head out there. 
head out there and say, what's up, Mike? Chewy New sent us, or actually Ooh, because this is an Ooh Gone Rogue episode. But uh, yeah, man, let them know we sent you out there. Tell them you want to, you know, try. Dude, if you go out there and drink a beer, bro, try the Big Red Sour. It's like drinking a Big Red, but it's it's alcohol. Shit, you should be careful. Be respond, drink responsible because you drink a couple of those, it'll be on your ass by the end of the night. Because that one, that one, you can't even tell if you're drinking alcohol or not. But it's a great beverage, guys. He has so many selection. Head out there to the new craft brewery in Westico, Texas, and uh, do some shopping with the local vendors there. We're part of our sponsors, also the gallery. The ga- Oop, was it? Did I say that right? The gallery cactus. Uh, with all the local vendors that are in there, guys. Go in there and check them out. 57 minutes to the podcast, guys. I am going to call it. Uh want to say thank you once again to all our sponsors to helping us out, keeping the podcast alive. All those uh, little local local businesses, I know it's tough out there, man. Keep pushing. It's going to get better. The holidays are coming. The holidays are coming, and I know it's kind of hard right now. The bill's time to bundle up on you, and you're pushing as hard as you can. You feel that nobody's out there listening or coming around your shop, or 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 wanting to buy anything, patient is the key. Network, go out there, represent yourself, put your put your emblem out there. Let them know where you're at, what you do, and how it can make an impact in their lives. That's all I can tell you. Network, network, network. Like this guy right here podcasting every week trying to get uh as much publicity for these for these great businesses local businesses to get heard and seen and visited so guys that is my time for this week i mean i want to say thank you once again for everybody who's watching on tiktok big shout out to tiktok big shout out to facebook live thank you very much man next time i'm writing a script <laughs> I'm writing a script for next 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 uh, episode whenever I go myself or invite some people on because sometimes you run out of stuff to talk about. This episode was only about football. Hey man, it's interesting to talk about football, right? Basketball's around the corner. We'll talk about that too. Hey guys, this has been the podcast. Thank you very much. And like always, baby. Stay out of trouble. And later.